What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology, and uh, we are studying in Ephesians chapter 2, 19 through 22. We're closing out the chapter today, and we're getting some big points. And this is one of the strong points I've probably alluded to in the unity of who we are together and what's happening. But this picture here that we're about to look at, this picture is probably one of my favorite pictures of who we are. It's what we are. It's not just a picture, but it's the reality of who we are in Christ. And it's a beautiful thing. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Check out the verses, man. 2, 19 to 22. If you haven't read it, stop, pause the tape, read them, come back, and then let's discuss. If if you've already read them, man, let's jump into it right now. No further ado. So what is the scripture actually saying? Man, this is great. He says that you are no longer strangers, man, no longer foreigners, but you are fellow citizens of the saints and household members of God built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ being the cornerstone and who the whole house, the whole building is fitting together, growing into a holy temple in Christ or I mean, sorry, in the Lord and who also you are being built together into a dwelling place of God in the spirit or by the spirit. This, this, this is such a wonderful thing because what it's saying is that now what he talked about earlier is saying that we were foreigners, that we were strangers from the covenants. We didn't get the promises of God. We were godless. He's saying now we are not that way anymore. We are citizens of the holy ones. We are part of this, this uh, a people of God. Anyone who believes it is by Christ alone that we can have this family or this citizenship, a new kingdom. We're part of a new kingdom, guys. And we're part of the kingdom that's going to last forever. He says that's what we are. And then he gives a little uh, preface that we're built upon the foundation of the, the apostles and the prophets. Like it, it's the, the words that we're reading right here. These scriptures are written by the apostles, man. And those things are helping us to understand who the cornerstone is. And the cornerstone is the most important piece of the foundation. Without it, nothing stands. And so he is saying that Christ is the reason that we are being held together. It says the apostles and the prophets helped to disseminate this understanding, but it is Christ alone who is the reason by which we can stand. But uh, we're getting to the part that I think is the most greatest thing. He says that the whole house is being bit, built. Uh, he says the whole house is being fitted together and it's growing. But what is it growing into? A holy temple in the Lord. We guys are a holy temple of the Lord. So we talked about how we've got the Holy Spirit residing in us. In the um, um, past times, the temple was the place of God. It's where God's presence resided in the Holy of Holies. It was so powerful that if someone went in there without being properly fitted with the things they needed to wear, because of the holiness of God or at the right time, because God had an appointed time for them to go into this place behind the veil, the holy of holies, they would die instantly like that. That is how holy or separated or precious that space was 
for the residency of the spirit of God. But now we are being this temple. God is creating in us this temple that we are able to be the dwelling place. And that's what it says. And who also you are being built into a dwelling place, into a house, a place in which the spirit resides. This is by the spirit. So this this thing that's being fitted together, that's joined together, is going to be a holy temple that God is going to dwell in. Now, I think there's two important things to think here. First, first off, it's God's dwelling place. We are God's dwelling place. That is an amazing fact that we cannot um, discount. That we are God's dwelling place. God desires to dwell in us. Uh, such, uh, and I, and I hate to say this, but I'm not the greatest guy. You know what I mean? I'm a bad dude. And by God's grace, I'm moving past that. And he is making me into this holy dwelling place. (laughs) But he is making me into a better man. But he would still want to desire. He would still desire to dwell in me. That's an amazing thing. And he still desires to dwell in you. If you place your faith in him, he desires to dwell in you. And he does dwell in you if you have placed your faith in him. But the second thing is that this is not singular. This is not individual. This is communal. This is a community. We do this together. It says that we are being fit together, growing. And he says, you with a plural sense. It's not you singular, but you plural. This is important because we we have to recognize that it is all of us that make up this holiness, this this temple that God is dwelling in. He dwells in us together. And one final thing I think that we can take from this too is not only that it is we are a dwelling place of God, but we, 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 like everybody, all of the community, we need to join a community and be a part of a dwelling of God. But it says that this is growing, the building growing. Well, how does buildings grow? You add more bricks, right? And so this, I believe, is also Paul saying that we are reaching out amongst the community and we are sharing and proclaiming this peace that draws man near, that they might be a part of this holy temple in the Lord that he is making. It's about witnessing. So what does this say about God? Well, what's the most powerful thing I think it says about him is that he desires to dwell among his people. And just like it was in the very beginning when it says that Adam and God walked in the cool of the morning. That's what he still desires to do. He still desires to walk among his people, to dwell among his people, to be among his people. What does it say about man is that we singularly and corporately are dwelling places for the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, it doesn't say dwelling places. It it actually uses a singular now. And so we as the church are together a dwelling place of God. So it's not individual, my friend. It is communal. And what that means, the application is find a church. And I know this can be difficult because the church hurts people, but we are all broken people. But it is the community of believers as we begin to put others above ourselves 
And you may be the catalyst. You may be the catalyst that starts that. And so may you join a community of believers as they and we begin to be built up, fitted together, growing into the place that God is residing. Appreciate you guys for listening. And we're on to chapter three.